Shut up. <laughs> Hello. Welcome to Coffee, Donuts, and Fucked Up Shit. My name is Rebecca. I'm joined by my friends Jenna, Evan, and Eric for a dark comedy podcast that's somewhat educational, covering a wide range of topics. It really doesn't matter what it is, just as long as it's fucked up, we'll talk about it. So please click and subscribe or high-five your computer or throw your phone at a bus. Whatever it takes to spread the word about just how fucked up our shit can get. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for your support. And baby, you look great today. Please make yourself at home. Just help yourself to everything. Don't, don't ask. This is a comfy friggin' couch. Yeah, this is old smelly. My dad and my brother played Dungeons and Dragons, yeah. and there was the monster manual was always around, and yeah. there was a beholder in Dungeons and Dragons is this giant eye with like tentacles, and uh-huh. so that's what I knew a beholder was. So whenever I heard "Beauty is in the eye of the beholder," I was like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I was like five. <laughs> You're like what? Monsters? Five or six. I knew I knew way too much about hydras and beholders and hobgoblins. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you could spin that and say beauty is the eye of the monster, like our obsession with being beautiful and this crazy off spiral of hey, you were hey, a fucking profound kid. <laughs> oh gosh. I had no idea. I had no idea how smart I was. <laughs> we already ate the donuts. Oh no. I already had a donut. Oh, I had a donut too. Target one. They're from Target. They're pretty good. They were good. I had a double chocolate one. That's Target why donuts. I didn't have the custard in the center. I was so disappointed. Oh, man. The last donut I got was a fucking sprinkled Bismarck with custard. I've never seen that before. Shit, man. So I saw it again. I'm like, yes, no. <laughs> I made Psych. some in a malt at work the other day, and I put sprinkles on top. And the dude, it was a grown man, too. He kept calling them sparkles. He was like, she put sparkles on there. <laughs> the sparkles on there. Like, That's adorable. Oh I was like, if God. you were five, yeah. it'd be adorable. But you're like 30. <laughs> but you have children. Yeah, I know. Like, exactly. what decisions are you making for your children if you call sprinkles sparkles? <laughs> like, other <laughs> words? You know? Like, going to the bathroom? Yeah. <laughs> you dropping doo-doo berries. <laughs> are you going to take a Gigi? <laughs> well, that's because he you. calls pee sprinkles. So <laughs> I would take a sprinkle. Oh, God. So he didn't want to get those yeah, crossed over. Yeah, you don't want to sprinkles on your donut. <laughs> no. That's confusing. <laughs> I wish Gigi Allen would have called it a sprinkle. <laughs> I wish Gigi Allen was in charge of being the target baker. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this one has custard in it. Oh. Blood. <laughs> this one has jizz on it, too. <laughs> they all do. Blood-filled donuts. <laughs> well, there wouldn't be many flavors. It'd be blood, Shit poop, and jizz, piss. piss. Yeah. Because that's really all he can produce. It's like a niche bakery, you know? Some people are just doing yeah. too much with their baked goods, and he really has his... If he opened one, like, you'd go there, you wouldn't eat it. You'd just kind of, like, have the donut in a framed case at your house, and yeah. you'd be like, this is the Gigi Jizz Donut. <laughs> okay. Over oh here. God. And then here's a lamp I got, you know? It's like this... It's thrifted. It's here's vintage. my commemorative it's my plate collection. Yeah. <laughs> and here's a vial of Gigi semen. And moving along. All right. Well, welcome to Coffee, Donuts, and Fucked Up Shit. I'm Jenna. Yay. I'm E-E-F-A. <laughs> uh, just Rebecca. Just one yeah. R. Okay. Just normal. Yep. Yeah. 
That's just Rebecca. I'm just Adam. Mm -hmm. He's up and Adam. And we're going to talk about bodily Yeah, that was late, though. (laughs) (laughs) So many bodily fluids, Mm -hmm. so much shit. Yeah, a lot of shit shit today. This is truly where we get our namesake. Mm. (laughs) Poo-poo. So eating poop, it's uh, it's coprophagia? Yeah. Coprophagia? Mm -hmm. Coprophagia. Ooh, say it to me, baby. I was diagnosed with that at (laughs) an early age. (laughs) I hear there's a cream for that. Yeah, (laughs) it's... Called X Lax. <laughs> yeah. Ah, uh, gross. If you are triggered <laughs> by feces, turn this off right now. <laughs> right. This like, is right now. <laughs> right now. Well, you've yeah. already probably been triggered already, but <laughs> there's gonna be a lot of poo poo today. I would say, yeah, this is um, it's for mature mature listeners. But then again, I would no. say it's not for mature <laughs> listeners because it's about cheating. If Allen. you are 12, <laughs> you're gonna love this shit. You think you can get in trouble for asking if you're triggered because you're bringing up what triggers them when you say that? Uh, yeah. Well, so you're already age, triggering them. That's yeah. I don't know the rules. Yeah, no. That's yeah, a, the, I just you know, the question. I just piss on the audience and kind of see what happens. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, that's a perfect thing to bring up right now because we do live in a society or a day, the day and age right now where yeah they have like trigger warnings in college classes. It's yeah. like oh God forbid that you make me deal with something emotional. What would Gigi Allen say about <laughs> triggers in college I'll courses? I'll give you a trigger. Isn't that an inappropriate <laughs> name? Just trigger warning written up on the chalkboard. Just the word trigger in a and classroom. Then, yeah, just the whole thing. That's a, in itself. It's a trigger. <laughs> like, yeah. Or yeah. like saying. Were those yeah. easily triggered? They yep. should have trigger warnings for when someone's going to shoot up the campus, not for the mm-hmm. classroom curriculum. Yep. yep. How about that? Not Can we get one of poo-poo. those trigger warnings in? Because yep. I'm not going to school that day. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's an enemy. Fuck it. I hate everybody. I'm not part of any scene. I do my own thing. My mind is a machine gun. My body's the bullets. And the audience is the target. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Fuck God yeah. Damn it, Punk You're rock. so cool, man. <laughs> so edgy. Very edgy. Uh, so Gigi Allen was probably the most reviled, despised, degenerate, and violent performer to ever grace the stage. I think he was more known for his lunatic, lunatic stage antics, mm. which included blood, shit, piss, nudity, yeah. self-mutilation, mm. fighting the audience, and blind rage, rather than for his music. Mm. So Pubic here we shaving. Go. I, don't, I, I think he was already shaved. I didn't oh, notice yeah. a lot he of seems hair. Very he was cut, a clean, clean cut. It's, you can see that little acorn perfectly. It just <laughs> pops right no, out. It's not in a bush. Yeah, yeah. no. He, it, it's always very. Um, seems like he's always got kind of a half chub. Yeah. Too. It's it's not always. It's not full just on hard. Like, but flick it's, it and it's like. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of bouncy. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's got a, yeah, a buoyancy to it. Boy. So Gigi was born in New Hampshire in uh, August in 1956, and. He had a pretty fucked up childhood. Mm. His dad was a hyper-religious zealot. In fact, he was such a religious zealot that he insisted that Gigi be named Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. When was born, his father made me name him Jesus Christ because he had had a vision. Jesus had appeared to him, but I named him Jesus. But I have ways of getting around that. I told little Merle that he had a new brother and his name was Jesus Christ. And he said... Gigi. I can't imagine that conversation. That's Gigi, her my friends. he said. So <laughs> oh, I said, oh, yeah, wow, yes, Lord. You know, it is Gigi. Gigi's mother sounds so sweet. Yeah. She was. She was super cool. I don't think she had any friends to tell, though, Adam, because was, his dad was a total <laughs> asshole. He, yeah, he wouldn't let them have conversations after dark. He constantly threatened to commit suicide. Um, he dug mm-hmm. cellar, or he dra- dug graves in the cellar for every member of the family. 
um, and said, shit. yeah, basically, if that's their mom didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> that's super punk right in the 50s, too. Right. Um, Gigi's so, just trying to live up to his dad this yeah, whole time. Yeah, yeah honestly. Didn't even touch him. No. Well, they lived in a log cabin. Dad with, is the godfather of punk. <laughs> they had no electricity, no running water. They really, really roughed it. Um, they had a yeah they had, they had kind of a fucked up childhood mm-hmm. that they came out of but mom got out of there and she was she's super cool you should see her she's just a my doll. little Gigi he would poo poo on stage all the time <laughs> and, you know when even when he was four he'd just poop in the bedroom and I'd always go oh Gigi I always knew you were different yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> very he special he always said there was something wrong with Gigi and I was just like no you just don't understand him he's fine <laughs> he's, 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 he's trying to make a political himself. statement <laughs> she was a you good know, mom you might do well to do that yourself you know <laughs> Gigi, growing up log cabin log cabin eventually mom did get them out of there she remarried and she changed Gigi's name to kevin michael allen but he was <laughs> jesus christ for 10 years that sounds like more like a folk singer like imagine if that yeah. was his route i like pooping in the barrel and i pissing in the wind Sounds more like a folk artist, Kevin, Kevin Michael Allen. Kevin Michael Actually, Allen. Kevin Michael Allen sounds Let's more like a the Christian current. rock singer. <laughs> yeah, come yeah. worship with Kevin Michael. Yeah. <laughs> hey gang, hey gang, How I love you. Oh my God! So they both grew up around music, mm-hmm. which is awesome that they got started early, and Mom encouraged it. Encouraged it. Did it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gigi played the drums. Merle played bass. They both played in a ton of bands in high school. I would love to like a teenage Gigi. What's going on there? Is he like, is he a bully? Is he like shoving nerds in lockers, was, or is he a little he was prankster? Like a pretty boy, clean cut dude. Yeah. No, no, he would would show up to school in drag all the time. He was totally trying to push small town limits. Oh, I love in that. Drag. And, oh, I miss that. Yeah. yeah. No, he would go to school in drag. He even showed up at uh, his brother's wedding as both the best man and the maid of honor in a half and half sort of ensemble. Talk about efficiency, yeah. right there. Transcending That's gender stereotypes. Yeah. Yeah. And that was in the seventies. So we look at cross dressing today. I don't even blink. I I don't, don't care. Know. I love it. I actually I adore it. It scares things. the hell out but, of me. <laughs> <laughs> but in the seventies I'm showing up to, to school in in a small town in New Hampshire, that was really yeah. pushing boundaries. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. that's I still saw would be <laughs> a picture of him from one of his first bands and he just looked kinda more like a greaser, which is greaser. clean cut and greaser. From the Jabbers. like yeah. Gigi so in the greasers. terms of greaser, <laughs> as clean cut as clean cut gets. And now he's greasy. We gotta now rumble with the socials later. <laughs> now he's just crusty. Super crusty. I bet he smells so bad. But that was when he was with the Jabbers, and they weren't bad musically. They were kind of a little more new wavy, okay. pop punk sensibilities. Hmm. Yeah, and they did okay. They were playing on the New Hampshire club circuit, and then they played around Boston for a little while. But Boston didn't take them seriously. And so that's where you Gigi... take Gigi seriously. <laughs> you know, you have Otherwise to take Gigi seriously. Gigi gets to, mad. Yes. If you don't take him and seriously, Gigi stay out of our gets mad. <laughs> the shit, shit hits the fan. fan. Oh, my God. Jeez. Oh, no. And then oh. your face. Well played. <laughs> it's true. But because they didn't take him very seriously in Boston, that's where he started stepping up his stage antics and getting... Um, a little more aggressive. Basically, he would roll around on the stage like a baby who just <laughs> got out of the bathtub uh, and you can't get him back in. He's just running. He's like, no, nah, he's all greasy. He's and, like yeah. a chubby Iggy, pretty much. <laughs> oh, he was pretty lean yeah. back then. No, okay. He's, he's okay. But he wasn't throwing shit or pissing or anything. He was just rolling around the stage. But still, the Jabber shows would still get shut down. Oh. Just for that. Okay. Mm. Anybody can get on stage and shit. You know, if you got the balls to do it and throw your shit at somebody. <laughs> I mean, bad. come on. Anybody could do that. 
you know, to be able to do that and to be able to do the things that he did and play and perform and write and, I mean, it's a genius. <laughs> I don't know about that. I, he's my idol. I, I laughed so hard when I watched that. He's a genius. He's Gigi and he's my well, best friend. Well, man. I don't see how throwing your shit on stage makes writing and doing other things more difficult so that you become a genius from doing mm. both. It's right. not like you're really multitasking. But that's the whole point, is that you go to a murder junkie show or whatever to hopefully get shit on your face. Yeah. Like, you don't care about the music. I mean, you might mosh around and do whatever, but you want to see some tiny penis. You want to, <laughs> like, get urinated on. Mm-hmm. I was very... I was like, oh my god, this is awful. I don't, uh, I can't, I, I cover my eyes a little bit watching Gigi shit on the floor, but then today, watching some of the live footage of the shows, and uh, there's this drunk woman who's, who she, Gigi's like, somebody shit on stage and I'll eat it. And um, and this woman's about to, and I'm sitting there and I found myself actually, I'm like, yeah, come on, do it. Hell you yeah. shit on that stage. I can get on. Starting a poop chant and then eat it, eat <laughs> it. Like that sounds incredible. Is that yeah. actually documented on video? Like him? Sh- I haven't oh, yeah. watched. Oh, I haven't yeah. dug oh, deep it. at all. You gotta, like, oh, that one was that, great. You YouTube GG poop compilation. <laughs> well, that's and the show where the dude was punching him in the dick. Yeah. And then he grabbed his dick and he's like, <laughs> 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 and then he started jacking off. Yeah. That's the that's the funniest part. It's like if I was playing a show and like someone like punched my dick and then I like took my dick out. Like that'd be the craziest thing ever. That's just like one minute of a Gigi Allen set yeah. in between the urination and jacking off and uh, the blood. S- sticking things up your butt. Like, it's great. Mm-hmm. It's quality entertainment. Yeah, I certainly wouldn't want to... people paid for it, God damn it. Yeah. Let him do what he wants. Well, he, he does make a good point. We'll get to that later because he makes that I point didn't... on Jerry Springer. Mm-hmm. And um, usually a lot I of the time... I didn't even mean to justify it there. I meant <laughs> to do a Gigi and say, let me do what I want. <laughs> But nonetheless, creative expression, yes, let it happen. Mm-hmm. Well, if somebody paid and they know what they're going to see, mm-hmm. then it's your damn right. I mean, I know he's going to shit on stage. I have my shots. It's yep. going to be fine. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like you don't go to a guar show and wear your best outfit. No. no. Yeah. <laughs> like You go to a guar show and you're going to wear all white. And venues so you usually provide an at-home hepatitis kit when you do see a Gigi mm-hmm. Allen show. So, you know, the venues are helping out as well. And that was the birth of waterproof ponchos. Yes. <laughs> comes with the show. The permanent brown stain on my poncho. Gigi's fans would completely interact with him mm-hmm. on stage. Yeah. I mean, they'd, they'd suck his dick on stage. Yeah. They, they'd beat the shit out of him. I don't know how many times he got beat up. It was, it was, Gigi Allen shows were fairly consensual. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. They have to be. You quickly, <laughs> like, do. you get out of there real fast. You, I think you, you give consent okay when this. you walk in the door. Yep. It's kind of No, like, when you stay. Yeah. Some people might stay, be like, there's yeah. no way that this is really all this. And mm-hmm. then once you stay, yeah, you're fucking in. Like, you asked for it. You got, like, 15 seconds and you see what's up. And if you don't like it, go. Yeah, yeah. run. Mm-hmm. Fire exit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, one time um, we were playing with Muscle Beach. Uh, local yep. local band here in Minneapolis, and they're just awesomely like noisy and gross and and awesome, and I, I completely love Muscle Beach. And they uh, a bachelorette party walked oh in to the bar when Muscle Beach was playing, and they stayed for one song, and they're like, "We're getting the heck out of here." I would yep. just love to see a bachelorette party walk into a Gigi Allen oh my show and uh, just like wasted like ah, last time before we tie the knot I'll suck a dick okay 
<laughs> Gigi <I> Allen mean... <laughs> lap dance. <laughs> covered, you... covered in penises yeah. the way bachelorette parties yeah. are. Yeah, it's natural. I mean, fit right in. He could have had a side hustle there. Yeah. You know? And those little penises that they decorate themselves with were about the same size. They're, yeah. actu- they're actual exactly. size for Gigi Replica. Allen. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Oh well, you know what? Since we're talking <laughs> about so much shit, and this <laughs> is about fucked up shit, mm-hmm. let's just get to Gigi's first shit. Okay. Yeah. Let's, let's, oh, when, did, when did the moment so, happen? Good. Well, oh. let's see. It's on oh, page three here. The brown magic. We got it happened just outside of Peoria. Of course. Illinois. I- a of, Illinois. A lot of legendary poops in Illinois. My home state. I've mm-hmm. done it. At, proud we are. At a VFW. Oh, oh my God. Oh I know. Oh, my God. I know. In 1985. So what he did... <laughs> Gigi Allen deliberately ate an entire box of x lax yes. so that he could make this happen. Um, but he ate it hours before the show. So say, he was holding yeah, in his greasy shit right? all night. Like, <laughs> yeah. Wow. He had to hold it in oh, all man. night. Oh, my God. Yeah. But we actually have the story here. The following is an excerpt from Shit Happened, Gigi Allen's notorious... <laughs> Notorious nineteen eighty. A Gigi story. <laughs> Coming to Pixar. <laughs> you can see it in 3D yes. at IMAX. Oh my it's God. like Boss Baby, but with Gigi Allen. <laughs> Which is pretty much the same. Yeah. Loosely based around, yeah. <laughs> and he's voiced by Gilbert Gottfried. I like pooping on the stage. I love coming on the crowd. <laughs> That's oh. cold. Oh, my God. Uh, well, here we go. Again, this is from Shit Happened, Gigi Allen's notorious 1985 VFW show by Bob Gordon. (laughs) After the first band finished playing, the crowd of about 125 slowly mingled to the parking lot. Gigi only toured with a boombox and an instrumental audio cassette. Minimalism. Yeah. I know. (laughs) About 20 to 25 people were left in the building when Gigi started playing. Someone called me outside, and when I was just about to step out, my buddy CP grabbed me by the arm and yelled, Bob, get in here. He's shitting on stage. Oh, my God, he's really shitting. Oh, boy, was he. Where's the tidy bowl man when you need him? I ducked back in, and the pungent whiff of pungent punk rock poo. Oh that's a tongue twister. That is beautiful. I, I ducked back oh, in. Poetry. And the, this poetry. <laughs> and the pungent whiff of pungent punk rock poo blasted my nostrils. I mean, crap was everywhere. <laughs> Floor, Gigi, chairs, microphone. What fans were left ran for the door holding their noses. Well, craggy and tumble-worn VFW guys don't take too kindly to a half-naked <laughs> punk rocker shitting on their property. We don't lock your cat. <laughs> Don't sport him neither. Go on and get you got poo here, on the mister. American flag. Get the hell out of my bar. <laughs> they came flying out of the kitchen and behind the bar, ready to kick his ass. But the only problem was nobody wanted to touch his ass. Hey. The, the police were called, and Gigi was shooed out of the door like a muddy dog. <laughs> Bad Gigi. <laughs> Hello, Corho, cohort. Kevin Brashear recalled holding the microphone to the boombox for the cassette to play through. Brashira crouched directly behind Gigi and got a Gigi point of view of the the fecal frenzy. Here's what he remembers of the evening. Gigi was throwing crap everywhere. When the VFW guys came running toward us, we scurried into my mom's family station wagon and hightailed out just as the police were showing up. The car reeked of crap. It took days of cleaning to get the odor out. Mom's going to be pissed. (laughs) Was it worth it, buddy? 
In the parking lot, the straight edge kids were completely freaked out and fled instantly. I remember just standing there thinking, this is one of the most disgusting things I've ever seen. A grown ass man lip syncing in a jock strap covered in shit, but it was still more entertaining than a local Van Halen cover band. Mm. Well, if you could just combine both of those things. <laughs> yeah, if when David Lee Roth like j- does that giant yeah. splits in the air, if he could well, shoot Well, they kind of are the same. Alan Day, one more time and take a shit on stage. Van Halen cover bands the audible version of Gigi's physical comedy. <laughs> oh, that <laughs> so was They do harsh. go hand in hand. David Lee Roth channels Gigi's bowel movements every, <laughs> with every howl. <laughs> with every yes. Yes. I, every spray of the hairspray. Mm-hmm. I then realized I was probably the only attendee over the age of, age of 21 and probably should get the hell out of there. <laughs> this doesn't look good. <laughs> this does not look good. Gigi went home to Bloody's apartment and drank the night away. Bloody kept the excrement drained, drenched microphone for a few years <laughs> until he threw. Now, threw where it did you away. store Momentum. that? Do you do you just do you put it in a bottle or do you just leave it open on the mantelpiece? Yeah, no, I want to know how you like are in a place where you're like I'm gonna keep this, and then it just gets to a place where you're like no. That's you know, fucking garbage. Like, what are your roommates like, say? How is right. that not garbage to start with? He prays to like, it every what? night. He's yeah. like, Jesus Christ, you know. Well, literally. <laughs> uh, oh, this one's hilarious, though, too. I believe Gigi took the bus back to Chicago without showering. Like he needed to. <laughs> That's just how I Chicago buses that, smell. In basically, general. just always. What's that? He's, just didn't shower. <laughs> well, but that's the only way to ride ride a Greyhound bus, though. Like, when yep. did Gigi you know, be like, I gotta take a shower? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> no shit. I don't think it's he was very years. Sorry, boys. Shit shower shave time. I'll be back. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I, don't I guess. I think that's, every, that's wherever he is, a shit shower shave time. <laughs> Could you say that every Gigi Allen is a show is a shit show? Hey! hey. Oh, someone was gonna sing do it. There's another little paragraph here. Do you guys wanna hear it or should we move on to it? Yes. All right, so this is an interview with Bloody on the online zine Swedish Scum about the the first poo. Yes, Gigi did plan on shitting on stage the first time. (laughs) He was staying at my cockroach-infested apartment, and I was with him when he bought the X-Lax. Unfortunately, he ate it hours before the show, so we constantly had to hold it in or he would have shit before he got on stage. The show was at a local VFW hall in Illinois on July 31st, 1985. A straight edge band called Caustic Defiance did open the show. <laughs> the most straight edge band. <laughs> it is. Caustic Defiance opened the show. That's why you don't drink, goddammit. Yeah. Look at him. He's a fucking mess. <laughs> he would just solidify their argument for straight edge. Yeah, yeah damn completely. It. Uh, Caustic Defiance opened the show. They were out of their element for sure and were scared to death of Gigi. My band went on prior for Gigi. Uh, thank God, too. You do not want to go on after yeah, Gigi. Yep. Yeah. After he shit on stage, complete chaos broke out in the hall. All of the old <laughs> men in charge of the hall went fucking nuts. They started picking up the PA system, guitar amps and stuff, and started throwing it out the door. Hundreds of confused punk kids were flipping out, running out the door because the smell was incredible. <laughs> in fact, incredible. I still smell it. Nice adjective. <laughs> Gigi decided to rub shit all over his chest so nobody would try to kick his ass. Smart. That's also how you get bears not to eat you. Yep. <laughs> I'm going to use that next time I think I'm going to get mugged or something. <laughs> like, shit on myself. Well, that's why you That's why you ride buses covered in shit. No one sits yeah. next to you. Yeah. Yep. 
<laughs> no one bothers you. Uh, let's see, where was he? He was covered in shit. <laughs> where was I? He was covered <laughs> in shit. <laughs> it could be anywhere. Um, it, it, Gigi decided to rub shit all over his chest and nobody would try to kick his ass. It was great. <laughs> By the time we jumped in the van, the cops were pulling in and we got away. Yeah. Of course, once we got back to my place, a bunch of trouble started and the cops came. I ended up in jail being arrested for marijuana possession. Swamp, swamp. I nearly went to prison but had a good attorney. Gigi went to de- Texas and recorded the infamous Texas Nazis live album. Anybody can get on stage and shit. You know, if you got the balls to do it and throw your shit at somebody. <laughs> God Very damn true. it. <laughs> now, how do you live in a cockroach-infested, like, apartment and yet have a good attorney on retainer? That's a very good question. <laughs> Fuck this guy. <laughs> That's he because just, they spend all their money on their this attorney. This guy is a fucking phony. <laughs> That's called a brother-in-law. <laughs> Rich kid, goddamn trust fund, baby. The really Your hard dad's ball. not impressed, buddy. He doesn't care. He never will. This ain't gonna change that. <laughs> but really, aren't all lawyers cockroaches? Yes. Oh, no. oh completely. Completely. Maybe that's what he meant. Like he just lives with a bunch of fucking lawyers. He lives with a bunch of lawyers. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So this night forever changed. The, Course the of Gigi. humanity. This is a turning point. Yep. Turning point for Gigi. He discovered. He got himself niche. a lawyer. He's good no. now. <laughs> no, he didn't have a lawyer. The other dude had a lawyer. <laughs> oh, Gigi would know, know, but he knows people that know people, so he's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is totally a turning point. He found. Uh, he found his medium. Mm-hmm. You know, before he was like, "What do I paint in? Oils or watercolors?" Shit! Like, shit! <laughs> I painted shit. But things would escalate because <laughs> we go from poop. To suicide. We do. Well, you know, Ed, Gigi you know. really limited himself because he went with such extreme shock for his stage. After after shit, piss, blood, rape, and murder, you're kind of out. Mm-hmm. You're out of things. You're not. You didn't That'd give be a good a game of- show too. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yes. On UPN. I don't know if you know. Ahead before his time implies progress. I don't know if there was any progress with Gigi. <laughs> this guy. He was just honest. out there to get a reaction and to shock and he did that and once you do that you know what's left his <laughs> wow. brother rules deep. pretty much mm-hmm. but he did start around 1989 he started promising that he would kill himself on stage mm. yep and mm. i think that's kind of because he didn't have another a lot, reason to go, go see the, the yep. show mm-hmm. absolutely i'm that gonna was... be at the last gg show yeah, yeah cool <laughs> i do gotta say this before i forget because it's like the most humanizing aspect of gg that he ever presents to us besides <laughs> his country song cries for help but uh other than that it's uh the idea that when he changed his name changed it to what his little brother used to call him that is like, touching that, yeah. that fucking warms my heart just saying it out loud like oh, that's <laughs> fucking awesome yeah so gg did one thing right in his life throughout he writing. loved his brother and that's important god damn it Throughout writing this packet, every time I mention Merle, I have to preface it with his brother Merle. Yeah. I was like, Brother Merle, they're total brothers. Brother Merle. New show on ABC, My Brother Merle. <laughs> brother Merle, Gigi and Merle. That's all. Oh, you hear One's him on the talk show. One's kind of kooky, <laughs> one likes poopy. <laughs> Gigi <laughs> and Merle. Gigi and Merle. <laughs> so let's get back to killing himself on stage. This was uh, a pretty good <laughs> all, your, all your segues are just fucking hilarious. <laughs> so blunt. <laughs> Anyway, jizzing on his chest, Gigi often 
But this is a big part of, of his stage persona, of the act that Gigi's gonna, he's gonna kill himself on stage. He had picked the date originally for na uh, Halloween 1990, I do believe, but couldn't follow through with it because he was in prison at the time, which we are <laughs> going to get to, because this is a major prison sentence for him. Um, so he... he went on timeout. He legitimately <laughs> <laughs> could not make his first... Um, scheduled suicide date and then after that he just kind of dangled it continually mm -hmm. and I think it was because it kept people going <laughs> it's to gonna shows. happen guys he's an attention Come. whore he yep. is yes and it quotes you as to whether Gigi Allen says he really intends to go through with his suicide plan remains to be seen what the fuck remains to be seen I may have gone to the fucking hospital and I may have done these things, but I never fucking cried wolf. When I say I'm going to fucking kill myself on October 31st, 1990, I'm going to fucking do it. And no goddamn bullshit Boston newspaper is going to fucking tell me that I'm crying wolf when I'm fucking dead. This fucking newspaper is full of fucking shit. Burn with it, baby. Bullfuck. Why don't I what? Why don't I what? Do what? Kill myself sooner? Because it would have pleased you too much, you fucking cunt. Come up here. Why don't you come up right up here to the mic and tell me that? Come on. What's funny about that is that's post-Doctor. That's, that's like in 1991 that he's, yeah, he's giving that rant. It's like, if I say I'm going to kill myself in October 31st, 1990, I'm going to do it. Yeah. Three yeah. years later. Yeah, I, I know. When you're shooting heroin and shitting all the time, the years kind of get a little foggy. <laughs> I don't think time has a lot of meaning to Gigi. No, you know, he doesn't no, have a job. There's just the now. Yeah, <laughs> Truly, there's just the now. His brother Merle there's said... There's no pension plan. <laughs> no, there's no 401k. His brother Merle said that when it came down to the final show the murder junkies weren't going to be in on it because Merle wasn't going to knowingly play a final show when he knew his brother was going to kill himself. Mm -hmm. um, and Gigi also threatened to take people with him uh, to a certain degree. He's like, yeah, I'm going to kill myself and your kids are coming with me. I'm going to have a gun, god damn it. I'm yeah. going to have me some fun. I don't know. You guys think he would have done it? She want me to kill myself sooner? I mean, he says he was going to do wait. Aww. He's pretty adamant. But good he would have done it. Good things come to those who wait. Mm -hmm. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Do you think he would have grown old and humble and laughed at himself? Or would he have, like, what would have happened to an old man Gigi? I was wondering that earlier. Yeah, what would old man Gigi be like? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When I was your age, I was shitting on 12-year-olds and sticking my little prick in electrical sockets. Imagine. And I liked it. You would have to call him old man Gigi, old though. Man Gigi. Old man Gigi. Don't go near old man Gigi's yeah, house. He lives on the end yeah. of the street. He He's always on rocking on his porch. He's got a fucking broken washing machine yeah. in the front yard. Mm -hmm. But a very active social media presence. Yes. So. <laughs> Gigi with Twitter. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh, that's gold. I don't need 140 characters to shit on your face. <laughs> Gigi's Instagram is just pictures of shit on you. <laughs> It's I call this burrito morning. It's highly curated. He does have his niche again. Mm -hmm. yep. <laughs> oh, he's just reliving his glory Fecal days. Artist. This is from August 1st, 1990. I yeah. shit all over that girl's face and she he, loved it. He Look just at has her. 
a, like a hall of vials <laughs> yeah. of like all the like fluids he's produced. Nice. So this one was 1990 in Omaha. <laughs> Remember that one well? Look, you can see some of the, the bits of wood from the stage mingled in <laughs> with it when I scraped it up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So uh, we should get to his Michigan arrest now. Gigi was arrested over mm-hmm. 52 times, or approximately somewhere like, around the 52 Once area. a week for a year. Right? We have to really emphasize that he was a piece of shit. <laughs> like, he was a really bad person. Like, he wasn't good. No, yeah. no. No. I got a quick Gigi, you've been arrested 52 times. Are these mainly assault charges or, like, public decency type uh, things? It was indecent exposure, disorderly conduct, inciting a riot, uh, endangering the lives of my audience, indecent Jaywalking. Minors, assault and battery, felonious assault. It's like a resume. He's, like, yeah. applying for, like... Hey, listen how goddamn cool I am. Yeah. These are my I special skills. Mm-hmm. So what diversifies you from the rest of the people at this company? <laughs> well, uh, I tend to utilize bathroom time a little more productively <laughs> than uh, everyone else. Um... I'm what, creating art. What's your biggest strength? Always. It's good for the business. Or it's good like for the office side? mentality. Keeps morale high. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Just the way I like to stay. So Gigi was on arrested heroin. on heroin. <laughs> he was arrested so many times, but his most significant one was... Again, this is another big turning point in Gigi's life, just like yeah. his first shit. Chapter 7. <laughs> Sexual assault. <laughs> this is when he was arrested in, in Michigan. He was charged with assault with intent to do great bodily harm less than murder. The 25-year-old woman that he assaulted was beaten and burned so severely that she spent 12 days in the burn center. According to reports, Gigi tortured this poor woman for several days. She was handcuffed to a bed, raped, burned with cigarettes, and had half moon shapes cut into the bottom of her breasts with the jagged edge of a beer can. Gigi. According to Gigi, it was consensual. He did admit to drinking her blood. According to the state of Michigan, it was worth 15 months in prison. I mean, that's a whole other podcast. I burned her. I drank her blood. But she also did the same to me. It yeah. was a consensual agreement. Well, but yeah, but you weren't in the room, burn unit, they Dick. They, I was yeah. to blame because I'm GGL. Okay. I'm the king of the underground. They need Imagine to nail me Imagine his business to a card. Plot. King of underground. Yeah. Will drinks sh- blood and shit. <laughs> Gigi's, Gigi's porn production company. <laughs> Whoa. Porn in the USA. <laughs> yeah. hey. Oh, come on. Two Get girls in a cup ain't got shit on me. God oh, damn God. it. Look out. You all think you're edgy. You don't know shit. Oh, you know, one thing about when he was in prison in Michigan, uh, Kurt Cobain visited him in jail, along with Nathan Roberts, the drummer from the Flaming Lips. Um, they went to visit him in jail, and he told them that they were just a bunch of Kansas City faggots who wanted their dicks sucked, <laughs> and he spit at them. Oh, my God. Oh, accurate. man. <laughs> Kurt Cobain Let's see what Gigi's up to. <laughs> oh, we're spitting? We're spitting now? Kurt Cobain apparently wanted to go see a Gigi Allen show, and there was one time when uh, Gigi was in town, but he didn't go because he was too afraid. He would have got the shit kicked out of him. He was pretty wafer thin. I'm way too sensitive for this shit. (laughs) Just trying to imagine Gigi in prison. Just like he must run that place. Yeah. Like, oh, he loves. They're like, we're gonna rape it. you, and he's just like, yeah. Thank you. (laughs) He's just in the shower, bent over, gaping his butthole, just just like, yeah. He doesn't even time. need a toilet in his cell. He just no. shits wherever he wants. Yeah, Anyways, he'd, he'd be the worst prison roommate ever. Cool. <laughs> he, he would be so happy there. Mm-hmm. I have to imagine. Yeah. yeah, I feel like that's where he needs to be. Prison. Yep. Right. Like confined. Know, with his he own was pretty feces. pissed when he got off from the talk show when he was talking about it. Mm-hmm. That was what really set him on fire. After that. Was that after being in prison? After being in prison, he yeah. didn't give a fuck. No. That's when he walks on stage and just punches a person immediately. 
he started like, before the tuning like, even starts he's like fuck you that is his tuning who am i gonna punch in the crowd <laughs> <laughs> that's his me 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 i was in prison god damn it you guys did this to me i can do this to you it's like the band Poison would have a guy like in the crowd spotting for like hot chicks for the band afterwards. Like Gigi's manager is just like that guy needs to get punched in the face. That guy needs to get kicked. And then you pee on her about fourth song when we start the song I Like Rape. That's when you're going to whip it out. Oh God! Oh man! Every after like I've been researching Gigi Allen. For, oh, it's been just days of it, and um. So watching all these documentaries and all these clips, and you keep hearing the same damn song every time. It's the bite it, you scum. So yeah, it'd be so fun and easy to be in Gigi's band because it's like. I like cum. I eat cum for months, months. Cum. Fuck my cum. That's um, great. Yeah. Like, Gigi, I wrote one. He's like, shut up. <laughs> His lyric book is like napkins stained. Yeah, just, <laughs> Toilet paper. <laughs> he like just comes in a tissue. He's like, oh, yeah, that's a good song. <laughs> Inspiration. Totally. Come in a tissue. <laughs> well, they come out as little Rorschach shapes, you know, like, yeah, yeah. The, like a psychologist mm -hmm. test. And then yeah. he, he comes on it and he's like, what does oh, it mean? That makes me think. <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of my brother Merle. <laughs> <laughs> I love Merle. It's the only good thing that ever happened to me in this whole goddamn life of mine. They did love each other. Yeah. They were buddies. Yeah. They used to jack each other off. Yeah. I like sure. to think that Merle just turned the other cheek when Gigi was being Gigi, like, off stage. Mm -hmm. Just kind of, like, left. I think they <laughs> had a deep like, understanding. He was like, all right, Gigi, I'll be here when you do you, Gigi. Yeah, when you're not doing you, like... I'll be here. Do you think, like, uh, Gigi's groupies are just, like, the GGGs? <laughs> <laughs> and, like, I hope so. Like, I, oh, my God. Being, I think there's only one thing worse than being Gigi, and that's being a Gigi groupie. Oh. Yep. Like... It's definitely the only thing sadder. Because A, you're probably 14. Yep. Uh, definitely are 14. No age limit. Yeah. No. Again, Gigi's, like, bad with time and age. Um... <laughs> He apparently liked to say you would get raped at one of his shows, although there were no actual reports of anyone being raped during one of the sets. He just likes to say that. He just likes to say <laughs> it. But you do see a lot of, um, there are sexual acts happening. Um, you, know, you see people sucking his dick on stage, men and women. Yeah. Uh, animals, demons, everything's just sucking. Um, so a lot of the, there are definitely sexual acts that are happening well, during he, one of his sets, but they do seem consensual. Yeah. People are there, they're participating, right. and he's not doing it to somebody who's not coming up to him on stage. Right. And yeah. there are no reports of him raping anybody. Mm -hmm. so. Well, besides the sexual assault and the burning, but... Right, besides the Michigan thing, yeah. but, you know, he was, did his time. But he, yeah. he's, like, admitted, like, I was reading that he, when he talked about, like, finding his sexuality growing up, like... That it involved like dead animals, like he'd fuck dead animals, oh. and uh, you know, like I think there were something like his dad would sexually abuse him or stuff like that. Had to have happened. Yeah, yeah. like had to have so. I mean, you're you're like <laughs> this is just like sex and Gigi have always. I feel like that's the driving force behind mm -hmm. everything because it's like he's incapable of like love. And, you know, like, so sex for him is just, like, torture in a way. It's, right, you know. like the masochism of it all. Yeah, yeah. And well, he, I think it's safe to say that he, he might have been a serial killer if 
he hadn't chosen punk rock as yeah. his, right. his vehicle. Uh-huh. Um, but Merle actually goes into kind of what Gigi was in. Gigi, and that's the funny thing because about the rape, him saying like, I, I rape you at my shows. Mm-hmm. Gigi really wasn't that into sex. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the sex part. Gigi's big thing, this is a direct quote from Merle. Gigi's big thing was getting women's panties, getting a bottle of their urine, and drinking it or having them yep. pee in his mouth and masturbate. Uh, Gigi was really into masturbation. Uh, Merle says, Gigi never had girlfriends in high school. The only sex Gigi had when he was a kid was me and him masturbating each other yeah. as young teenagers. He was yeah. heavily into masturbation. So him and Merle he were would pretty steal, close. Like, yeah. I think the other stuff I was reading was that he would constantly steal his mom's panties. Oh, and, boy. Uh, he would constantly... Uh, un like fuck up the toilet so that it wouldn't flush, and then so like if people came over and like took a shit or a piss, it would just remain there so he could collect it. And he literally did have jars of like his mom's friends like piss and shit. Wow. Just imagine in his room, and he would, God. and he said he masturbated constantly, like. The lab- Holy shit. <laughs> the wow. labeling system, like Aunt Myrna's yeah. urine, 5 7, yeah, 1991. Exactly. <laughs> well, which one do you Can pick? Can you imagine if American Pie yeah. didn't have Jason Biggs and had Gigi Allen? Oh, my like, God. oh man. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, I, uh, I had no idea that him and his brother were uh, that close. That kind of close. They're really yeah. close. That kind of like Bros takes away a little of the heartwarming bond I had built up in my head with them. Like, I think it increases I, it for me. I, I, <laughs> now I really know the love yeah, that they have. You were really going oh, into man. it. Like Adam was about to shed a tear and I think your heart has just been broken by this. It's like, like God you? damn you world. Can't we have anything nice on this godforsaken fucking planet? Well, they, they were really isolated as kids though. With their dad being so crazy, I mean, they had to have formed kind of a strange, messed up bond. A brotherly bond that will never be broken. (laughs) Right. I mean, yeah, would like they might not have even known that porn was like a thing, you know? Like, given like the time that they grew up and. Their dad hit it well. A like, 60s log cabin in New Hampshire. It's <laughs> like, yeah, my brother's looking like, pretty good. Yeah, they might not have seen too many girls. Like, their sexuality yeah. must have been just a mess for them. Yeah. Like, they must not have known what to do with those hormones. Clearly, did not know yeah. what to do with right. those well, hormones. Well, was doing that stuff as a kid mm-hmm. with the animals and relatives' urine and stuff like that. With That's a pretty early ma- manifestation of of sexual preoccupation for a child, anyway. For that to be that deviant, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. young, is really. Yeah. Really kind of powerful. Mm-hmm. It's a psychologist's wet dream. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and Gigi's Gigi, too. Gigi, can we talk about masturbating with your mother's panties again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I would always just take a panties and put... <laughs> <laughs> Psychiatrist yeah. goldmine. Yeah. He's like, we're going to be in therapy uh, yeah. forever. Yeah. Oh and he's just... Kid's going to make me millions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just hard, too, because, like, so much of him, it's, like, hypocritical. Like, you praise him for things like the gender neutrality and, mm-hmm. like, the cross-dressing and, like, the fluidity. And then you're like, oh, my God, you're also a piece of shit who, yeah. like, got arrested. So it's really well, hard. It's, it's just yeah, yeah. fascinating. Is like, he's horrible, but he, like, quote-unquote represents the, like... The polarization of free speech, yeah, or like totally, anything. yeah, and and uh, that's what's and then and then him and punk music too, right? You know, punk is like always like people don't like punk because it's poserish because you know you're like oh yeah I'm a badass like it's it's about being like anti-establishment quote unquote but then there's levels of like mm-hmm. no I'm straight edge I don't conform to this and then, oh there's Gigi's just like I just shit on stage and we we play distorted power chords yep. like 
that's about as punk as it gets. Right. Like, mm-hmm. Just in here, punk rock is a high school hallway, and I don't give a shit about your popularity politics. I'm gonna shit on your face. <laughs> yeah. Nice. There you go. But what what's interesting to me about about that is that um, I wish I wish Gigi had actually applied some conscious thought to mm-hmm. some of these things, but he didn't. Mm. Uh, as far as censorship within music and his his shock was just for the sake of shock. And when, he, when he's um, yeah. talking about his message, he really just kind of co-opted the bare bones of punk rock and then rattles them. There's no actual meaning behind his message yeah. for nonconformity and rebelliousness. If he had thought about it, he would have embraced nihilism or anarchy. Mm-hmm. But when you hear him talk about his message, he only has like four or five sentences that no. he repeats. Yeah. And there's no... But he did do awesome things. I mean, he constantly opens the dialogue of what is art mm-hmm. and what right do we have to say. Because once you start censoring something, Thing, you don't go backwards. No. It's like taxes. Taxes don't get lower. Yeah. You censor sense one thing, and we don't backtrack on that shit. We it's just keep going. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Gigi did a lot of really cool things for art and for music, but I, I, I do wish that he had applied kind. I don't think he yeah. did it deliberately, is what I'm saying. I but think it was a very like small, fr- like it was very self, like yeah. considered. Yeah, like right. like not considering what you're doing for society, what you're doing for yourself. So mm-hmm. all his pursuit of like being anti all of this was, well, well, this is what I want for myself. Well, that's what I think is like the biggest fallacy with him is that it's just everything he did was just completely like off the cuff, reactionary, compulsive. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then he t- would try to apply logic behind it. Right. Yeah. He would justify it. Yeah. Yeah. He would backpedal. Yeah. Nailed it. Yeah. Exactly. That's with the shitting on stage years down the line. He started yeah. saying it was an act of communion yeah. to his crowd. But it was just something, again, that he was uh, justifying well, in and reverse. Again, right. it's like, and it all really comes down to attention and yes. like, you right. know, like, that it's like we we talked about earlier. Why do you go to a Gigi show? We don't want to hear you know the song "Come on My Face." We just <laughs> want to be calmed yeah, on our come. face, and you then, know, like and, yeah. and and that's and it's and then you kind of get into the later years of Gigi's life where he was doing all these talk show like appearances. Yes. Like, which is not punk at fucking all. Right. Like, that's no. lame as hell. Well, and there he actually had, and then we, we, I have this But here. hilarious. <laughs> well, he actually gave himself a soapbox to stand on. Yeah. It's like, here you don't, you, you're on Geraldo, you're on Jerry Springer, you're on the mm-hmm. Jane Whitney show. And they show. ate him up. Um, yeah. But he, and the, here he has a chance to, to tell you his message, and there he's doing it, and again, you just and hear how empty, how empty it is. That's how empty it is. That yeah. he's not. Yeah. I wish he had had a brain behind, if he had had some substance. Mm-hmm. Um, I could get behind it a little more, but it's like, nah, he's just bellowing. Right. And then that's why he's like immoralized is because it's like, it's like Sid Vicious. Like Mm. he's the embodiment of punk quote unquote, because like he never tried. He uh, He was was an idiot. He was an addict. He couldn't play bass, but that's, what's cool. Right. It's like, he just found his way. He could have easily been just some idiot who no one ever knew and overdosed at 20 and Mm -hmm. never killed his girlfriend. Allegedly. But, uh, Mm. And you it, know, like that. Yeah, that's the whole like gimmick is that it's just shock and awe, and that mm-hmm. leave it at that. And it leads back to how he ran out of shit to do, and that's why right. he like dangled the suicide for so yeah. long because right. it's like, well, I'm gonna fucking do it. I'm gonna do it. Yeah. And it's your last act of the reaction. Mm-hmm. It's the absolute final piece yeah. of. It's as far as he can go. Right. At this you point, think, mm-hmm. you think like we asked earlier if he could ever go through with it. But I don't know that he could because he couldn't see the reaction, and that's all exactly. he could. Exactly. I don't know that he yeah, would. Yeah, yeah. Right. That's exactly right. Because he's a narcissist. Yeah, right. exactly. Um, what was awesome about the Geraldo show is it does put into context, because I mean, we're talking about Gigi Allen in 2018, where his, where his yeah. shock 
um, his shock antics are sort of played out. We're like, who cares at this point? Right. Um, but he came out of a time in the 80s when, I mean, they were having Senate hearings. The PMRC yes. was rocking and rolling. They were having Senate hearings about... Um, that's when they're introducing the uh, uh, parental advisory in, stickers. Exactly. You got G. Jude, Snyder on and like Frank Capitol Zappa, Hill. Yeah. John Denver. But you also had the Judas Priest trials where those two kids yep. killed themselves. So Gigi was coming out of this very censorship um, well, you, inclined yeah, climate. The, the Reagan era of like All the, you know, uh, moral Christianity, patriotism, and like protecting you know Red the conservative Darn. values. And the anti-Satanism. Yeah, mm-hmm. all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But again, this is where I wish his message did have substance because he could have been fighting against something that was real. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But he was just too ham, ham-fisted to really... He didn't have the sophistication or the complexity of thought mm-hmm. to apply. Yep. Unfortunately. First of all, rock and roll music to me it's always been about real re- rebellion and nonconformity. And my mission is to put danger back into rock and roll, something that's been missing for a real long time. And I use my rock and roll as a weapon against society, the government, and the industry itself who is trying to confine this type of music. And they're trying to preach to you. Rock and roll is not about what you look like, who you hang out with, how much money you make, what kind of car you drive. Rock and roll is the fury from within you. Yeah. Rock and roll is revenge. Rock and roll is your enemy, and I'm your empty. enemy. Yeah. And yeah. it's funny because he's like, it's not about the way you dress, but I'm like, but you're sitting up there wearing a Nazi helmet and yeah. a jock strap yeah. and cowboy boots. Yeah. Tell me it's not about the yeah. way you dress, Gigi. Yeah. Give me a break. And Rock. at the end of that, he completely, like, is does the opposite of what he's saying. He's like, it's about not doing this. It's about making the government the enemy. Oh, wait, I'm your enemy. <laughs> Which yeah. one am I fucking going to be? Yeah. I don't want to critical. I want to know who the fuck he looked up to. He said rock and roll used to be dangerous. Like, mm. yeah. What well, the fuck is Hank dangerous Williams. to you, Gigi? And, and yeah, but that that's but not that, but dangerous. Like, I mean, Hank Williams it, is a person it, it was like, in his personal time, life, like, like was dangerous, quote unquote, oh, just like an alcoholic okay, degenerate okay, okay. who like wallowed in I'll his misery. You know, like so he has these idols of just people who wallow yeah, in despair okay. constantly. And old school country is very old, super old school oh, country. No, it's I very know. much like punk rock. I mean, it's it's yeah, blue yeah. collar. It's oh, working yeah. class ideals. It's like you're struggling with the or man. Just gangster um, rap. Like it's mm-hmm. it was yeah. a controversial thing of its time, without question. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I just can't see Gigi thing, finding anything controversial. Mm-hmm. Like he just seems like he'd be bored with everything, which is why he has to shit on stage. Well, yeah, he never really picked anything sophisticatedly controversial to deal with, unfortunately. Um, I mean, you got like Jello Biafra and the Dead Kennedys. He's not always my favorite person in the whole wide world, but he at least had a message. Yep. He had politic. He had something to say. He had mm-hmm. a point. And any like interviews with him, it wasn't about like that self promotion, like what Gigi being on all of those shows where like the Dead Kennedys were really like sticking to yeah, kind see, of that. The whole mm-hmm. act of Gigi on like Jerry Springer or something is because the Jerry Springer producers are like, this guy's crazy. The rating's going to be right. good. It's whoa, whoa, whoa. And then for Gigi, it's just like, I can like, yeah, poop in front of mainstream America or like, yeah. you know, tell people I rape and murder people, you know, like, yeah. it's all bullshit. What do you do on stage that just I might go out and kick somebody in the head. I might grab a girl and force her to uh, perform moral sex with me. I've had sex on stage with men, women, and animals and everything in between. There are, see, the thing of it is, in rock and roll, there can be no limits or no laws, because when you start drawing laws and limits, then you might as well not even call it rock and roll. This is so funny. The, the Jerry Springer show that he was on, though, too, it's it's when Jerry Springer was still kind of doing a Phil Donahue sort of format. Yeah. And I'd like to point out, Mr. Jerry Springer, that you yourself went on to do your own shock exploitation mm-hmm. way of presenting your talk show. Yep. So, hmm. Was it Gigi that changed it? Oh, yeah. yeah. The light bulb went off. <laughs> 
It's it like, makes sense. Let's just have people reenact a Gigi show yeah. and like mm-hmm. film it. Also, like, just a point of semantics. He says, "Oh yeah, I force people to have sex with me." Yeah, like just the word choice of yeah. words. It's right. like, okay, you're you're trying to defend yourself that that's consensual, and it's, you're just yeah. completely going back on yourself. Mm-hmm. And because he's getting interviewed, he's trying to mm-hmm. be this crazy fucking yeah. person, and yeah. it's just well, he's a troll. Yeah, that's what he's doing okay, yeah. on the on those um, talk shows. Is basically he's just trolling yeah. the audience. Yeah. And that Jerry Springer show, everybody got so fixated on the part that he's like, "I'll rape you at my shows." And yeah. in typical '90s talk show fashion, they're like, "They're like, yeah, but what about the rape?" Every single question from the audience yeah. was like, "Um, so if I went to your show, would you rape me?" <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I would. <laughs> yeah. it's like, oh my god. Which is also <laughs> he's ruthless. <laughs> yeah. Even me. Yeah. <laughs> If you get raped at my show, you're probably better off for it. I believe Chris Martin from Coldplay actually said the same thing. Well, I'll tell you one thing. People feel sorry for themselves after they're raped, and that's not what they should do. They should build from strength. If a girl gets raped when she's 10, she may not get raped and killed when she's 15 because she'll be conditioned for (laughs) that. G.G. Allen, motivational speaker. (laughs) Coming to your middle school soon. I think one thing, too, with, like, being on these shows, it's really... Like when we talk about like the suppression of masturbation and like how people are so afraid to like express sexuality, like all these people in the audience kind of I think got high off of that. Oh, and they're totally. like, holy sure. shit, like pretending like, oh, you do that out there and they're and secretly they're secretly delighted and exactly. excited by it. titillated, right. if you will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So just thinking about how it's scandaloso. Yeah. Gigi's getting me all around. <laughs> like people like slowly we'll like, see your dick. That's <laughs> what <laughs> I would be that guy on this yeah. show. Like, oh I got a question. <laughs> we'll see your dick. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. I'll yeah. show it to you though. Mm-hmm. Let's Move on real quick, because okay. I want to talk about what would have been the greatest reality show pairing ever, which is Gigi Allen and John Wayne Gacy. The friendship, oh. yeah. a that bond it? that forever will stand the test of time. It's up there with Lady and the Tramp, uh, <laughs> Obama, and Biden. Obama and Biden, Biden, yep. Gigi and Gacy. <laughs> Gacy, just leave the cold, please. <laughs> At least at one time claimed that he related to Gacy. Like, just because of the fact that Gacy was the most notorious of all American serial killers. And he's the most easily accessible. I mean, you can just write to the guy and he'll write you back. And Gigi had actually gone to visit him. Which is pretty funny, bringing up Gacy, is I went to visit Gacy one summer, like about a week after Gigi had been there. And Gacy said to me, he goes, that Gigi, man, great kid. I like that guy a lot. Love him like a brother. But, man, if he doesn't stink like the worst, pissiest ass wino I've ever met in my life. Good one, Gacy. (laughs) Coming from a guy that lived with dead bodies festering underneath his fucking floorboards. And he says, Gigi stinks. And then, again, here's another example of just exploitive behavior. Like, yeah, I'm going to, you know what, I'm going to go visit Gacy because... I'll just, I can just talk about it on a talk show. Mm-hmm. And I like, think his his interest was legit, though, and sincere. I think he was quite fascinated. I mean, he had a thing for Charles Manson, too. Mm-hmm. He, um, John Hinckley wrote a letter to he Gigi. He was jealous. He's <laughs> <laughs> a little jolly. Yeah. Uh, John Hinckley. Gacy's punk. <laughs> <laughs> wrote a letter to Gigi, and then when Gigi replied to John Hinckley, the FBI got a hold of him, and they they ran uh, ran his name and ended up finding out that he had a warrant, yeah. um, which I think led to his Michigan arrest a little later. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, yeah, he totally had a thing for serial killers. What's funny about the John Wayne Gacy thing is John Wayne Gacy ended up being uh, an exact, an unofficial executive producer of the documentary Hated mm. because they got John Wayne Gacy to do the posters. 
and they <laughs> sold them. Yeah. The promotional posters for the movie, they sold them for $15. They put ads for them in the back of like Flipside, Maximum Rock and Roll. And um, they raised $11,000. Uh, and John Wayne Gacy is responsible for that. So high See? five. Yeah. Wow. When friends get together, Redemption they do is great real. things. You know? okay. <laughs> when you got a good buddy, you can just... <laughs> I don't like anything about that. <laughs> yeah. No, it's... It is so weird. It's all kind of gross. <laughs> no, it's, and Gacy uh, liked drawing Gigi. <laughs> Gigi, like, fucked himself when it comes to, like, trying to be taken seriously. Like, yeah, you went and visited Gacy. That's fucking edgy. And some people could think that's cool. But you go and talk about it, so now it doesn't like doesn't come across as you're interested. Exactly, it's just mm-hmm. a talking point. I don't know. I so. think people quit taking him seriously once he started shitting on stage. Probably, it all it all comes <laughs> down to poop. <laughs> yep, it does all come back you to know, poop. That faithful night in Peoria, <laughs> Illinois. <laughs> The VFW. That's one of the few things that's not. We gotta go check that VFW out. Is, is there like things like you know you can do the Manson uh, that's tours? So true. Is there You're a right. Gigi tour? Yeah. We're like, here's where he raped her, and here's where he shat on his pants, and yeah. My Gigi tour could just be that one stop. I yep. legitimately do want to see that VFW. Get a beer in there. Not a cool winter's night. You see, were you there, dude? Yeah. How long have you been a part of this VFW? Yeah. Were you there? I was there the night Gigi <laughs> pooped on everybody. Oh man, Gigi. Cool winter's night. You can still smell the poop shit. in the air. When the I was doing fuck my is research, wrong with these people? When I was researching, I came across an article where somebody was saying just that very thing. They're like, I go to that VFW and I sit there and I look, I like see people getting married and I'm like, they're just standing <laughs> yeah. there right with the place where Gigi shit. And he's like, in his own head, it's magical. That's a spot where that old man slipped and on the <laughs> shit and cracked his skull. It's probably there's shit and blood everywhere. I bet there's still shit stains somewhere in that VFW. So mm. just imagine like this beautiful wedding and then like all of a sudden this poop drips down in like the <laughs> middle. they're like but... haunted shit stains, you can never wash them away. They'll be there forever. Yeah. Yeah. Well, oh, I love it. let's uh, let's talk about the conclusion of Gigi's life. Yes. Well, that will take You're us... You're listening to NPR, and <laughs> we are dissecting the life and times I of remember Gigi as soon as he <laughs> signed the contract with Homestead Records, we had a party for him in a bar on the Bowery, and Cosloy, the head of the record company, was there, and Gigi pissed on him. <laughs> I thought, oh, man... Who, is there anybody in the history of rock and roll who pissed on the president of the company that just signed them? No. It's genius. <laughs> it's pretty punk. Is Gigi a dog? Yeah. <laughs> I guess uh, D. Boone from Minutemen, he, he accidentally shit on stage, but it was an accident. He just yeah. legitimately had diarrhea. And I, think he, I heard he like rolled his pants really I tight think, to keep it from coming I out. I think Ozzy biting the head off the dove in the record is a little more punk mm. than just peeing on yeah. a guy. Mm. That's it. Anybody can just pee on someone. <laughs> Do you think Gigi was never potty trained as a kid? Oh. Because think about it. Well, they, he was surrounded by the woods. Oh. There's probably just a bucket where he could just like or a stump, in. Yeah. yeah, just a hollowed out tree stump. <laughs> He's never understood the concept. Yeah. He shit in his grave. <laughs> Fuck you, Dad. Oh yeah. That- well, everybody does shit on his grave to this day. Yeah. Which oh, like, I meant like the grave that his dad, dad dug I think for him. his dad yeah. might still. Be- oh, <laughs> that, that was yeah. his toilet. Yeah, yeah. Very <laughs> you nice. You don't eat your taters. You go in and get in your grave. Well, that's nice about <laughs> the, the graves in the cellar. Quit cellar. jacking off your brother. <laughs> <laughs> they doubled his latrines. Wow. You know. Yeah. Oh, it's God. good. So do you guys know, do you know who Todd Phillips is? Oh, uh, the director of classic films such as The 
Hangover yes. and Old School mm. and Road Trip. It's super famous. Mm-hmm. But his um, college movie was Hated, mm-hmm. which is the documentary about Gigi Allen Dope. and the Murder Junkies. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of funny story. Uh, there's a scene in Hated where um, Gigi Allen is shoving a banana. It's, he's at he's at NYU. <laughs> he's doing but, something goofy. <laughs> he's shoving some he's up got his a butt. banana up his ass, or he's pooping <laughs> um, on a nun. I don't know. But this is pretty funny because uh, uh, Henry Rollins had just been doing spoken word performances at NYU, Ugh. and so when Todd Phillips wanted to bring Gigi in to do the same thing. They're like, oh yeah, no, he's just like Rollins. So NYU's like, okay, fine, bring him in. And um, Gigi came in drunk. He had no performance planned. Uh, And it was really, really funny because all of this happens in less than two minutes. Like, uh, Gigi gets on stage, peels the banana, tries to shove it up his ass, but mostly just smears it between his cheeks. If he left it peeled, it would have gone up much Much better. He needed a slightly less ripe banana. You know, like, that would have been more... Uh, yeah. Well, you know, for all the experience he has shoving things up his he ass, you think he would have known. No. He'd be like, this yeah. is never going to have the firmness that I need. But anyway, so he, he smears it between his cheeks. He throws it on the crowd. He says, anybody hungry? <laughs> then he starts demanding everybody get naked. He wants one particle, particle, yeah, <laughs> one one particle of clothing from everybody. Um, so at, uh, that's about a minute and ten seconds in. Then people mm-hmm. start to leave. Then more people leave with, like, you see the fear and the urgency in their movements. And then Gigi throws a chair, and then security comes in. And all that happens in, like, a minute and 56 cent- seconds. Imagine yep. if he actually did a spoken word. It would have been, like, piss, come, <laughs> rape, I P-P. will rape mm-hmm. you. That would have been better. Give me attention. <laughs> Pooping and feces. This life isn't easy. <laughs> All I see. All I see, see. <laughs> All I am, my name is Gigi. <laughs> I am what I am, and all I am is poop. <laughs> So are you. You're nothing but a piece of shit. And the sooner you realize that, the better off we all are. God damn it. You're listening to Soft Jazz with Gigi Allen. <laughs> Another fun thing about um, the making of the, the documentary Hated with Todd Phillips is that Gigi couldn't recognize... He didn't know the members of the film crew, and they were just college kids. So Todd Phillips <laughs> bought... They didn't know what was going on, so he bought these giant orange stickers so that Gigi wouldn't assault the, the film oh crew. Oh, my gosh. They have a quote for him where he's like, I got these big stickers, and I said, Gigi, look at this. This means don't touch this person he's with the orange dog. sticker. <laughs> you have to promise me, because these are just kids, and they don't know what the fuck is going on. And Gigi's like, Bleh. And he's like, Gigi, you're not even looking at the sticker. Look at the sticker. Bad dog. Bad <laughs> Gigi. But I guess Gigi, it worked. Don't assault the photographer. <laughs> There's a scene in Hated where apparently he 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 sees the sticker and veers off from the cameraman. I couldn't pinpoint it because that was also he had also just shit on the floor and was eating it off the floor. So I was covering my eyes <laughs> a little right. bit. Um, so you missed that naturally. scene, yeah. Yeah. No, it's hard to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Don't say, yeah. All all the poo. But um I did not investigate that deep. <laughs> didn't dig that deep. Um, but uh, the movie or the documentary hated. They did capture his final show. Yeah. And Todd Phillips was there that night when Gigi died. Um, and Gigi didn't. He didn't live to see his documentary get mm. get screened. Uh, his last show was at the gas station. 
in <laughs> New York. <laughs> no pun intended. On 50th Street and Minnehaha. <laughs> Never caught that. <laughs> he was doing spoken word and throwing feces, as usual. <laughs> the day of the show, they spent hanging out with the band and friends, drinking and doing lots and lots of blow. Apparently, the lots and lots of blow is kind of important. They just mm-hmm. kept doing blow all day long. Gigi was getting really ratcheted up. And uh, we actually have the story here of the last show. The following is an excerpt from the article Gigi Allen's Last Day on Earth by Legs McNeil. And this is a conversation with Johnny Puke, (laughs) who was present the night of Gigi's death. Anyway, Gigi gets on stage and immediately breaks a microphone. So So the sound guy says, what? Better than punching the kid, like the clip I watched. (laughs) So the sound guy says, show's over, I'm not going to do this. There's all these people there and Gigi's furious. He started yelling at the sound guy and threatening him. So the sound guy and his dog barricaded themselves in the sound booth. That is dog! (laughs) Barricaded themselves in the sound booth behind the steel gate. And Gigi's throwing mics at him and calling him a pussy. And trying to call him out. Fucking pussy! (laughs) Somehow Gigi got another... What do you mean somehow Gigi got another mic? He was throwing mics. He's got to have a lazy... He's got like a backpack full of them. Um, He always brings a backpack. He's a professional. And now he's like a cat. Well, when you shove him up your ass that much, you should have... prerequisite, yeah. Your own <laughs> not enough shit mic. on my microphone. Yeah, the venue won't allow a usage of theirs for Gigi, sure. You think Gigi was ever like, can I get more reverb? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't sound as good up my butt no. unless I have more reverb. When I fart, I need it more echoey. <laughs> <laughs> so somehow Gigi got another mic and the show went on for a little while. It was a three-song show. All right. And Gigi, Punk. I bet one of them was the, uh, bite it, you scum. Oh, that's a classic. <laughs> and Gigi was on fire, but not literally, because I wanted to clarify. He might have been on fire, but no, it wasn't actual. It was, was me- like, metaphorically. Fucking jamming. And Gigi caught fire. <laughs> Anyways. He punched out a couple of people, yeah. and then he shit on himself, yeah. and smeared it all over <laughs> everything, and then was throwing shit at people. Imagine that. There were about 200 people there, and right after the show, they... The show started, they all ran for the courtyard. So there were only about 10 people left watching the show. He flushed out, pun intended, flushed out 190 people. Wow. Somebody got punched, and there was a scuffle, and now Gigi doesn't have a mic. He was frustrated that he's not even going to be able to perform the show that he's ratcheted himself up for, (laughs) cocaine. So he starts taking it out on the crowd. He chases people out to the courtyard yelling, they won't even let me finish my show. Like, they're doing it to you. Like, they're stopping you. And he probably looks like he's wearing a diaper. Mommy, they won't let me finish my (laughs) show. Well, no, his underwear is probably just hanging just over I took all this XX for nothing. (laughs) Man, I did so much blow. Nobody wants to watch my show. Nobody wants to poo with me. (laughs) So, uh... Meryl, whip your dick out. I'm angry. (laughs) (laughs) You won't even let me finish my show. So Gigi was trying to attack anyone that was close, and the crowd got angry, mad that they waited all afternoon and didn't even get to see the headliner. They were out in the courtyard where there was a recycling container full of bottles, and they started throwing the bottles. It was raining Molotov cocktails, and we were having (laughs) to duck and try to figure out how the fuck we were going to get out of there. So Gigi chased the crowd out of the courtyard and into the street, which became a riot of crazy people screaming and yelling. There were like 75 to 100 people out on the street flipping out. Gigi was wearing Liz's short skirt. Oh, we should talk about Liz. Mm -hmm. Uh, No underwear and these combat boots covered in blood and shit. Then Gigi laid down in front of the city bus on Avenue B, and the bus couldn't pass. Everyone was running around like crazy. Gigi was laying in the street, and by now we can hear the cops coming. Gigi tried to get away, but he wasn't super New York savvy, and he was having trouble finding his way back to the St. Mark's Hotel. 
The whole crowd was following him, and then the police were following him, and he's wearing a skirt with no underwear covered in shit. You already said that. Uh, Gigi was trying to walk down Avenue B, and there was kind of a march that he's leading, but Gigi didn't want to be leading a march. He wanted to get away. He yelled, quit following me, quit following me. But they didn't stop following him. He hailed a cab in front of a bank, gets in, and the cabbie freaks out. <laughs> the cabbie's... Well, where are you going? <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> Don't get in my cab! No, God! You're an Uber driver, and then you just see with... Gigi, one star. <laughs> I know you don't have money, because you don't have any pockets. Yeah. I mean, I know we didn't see the fucking shit-stained dude, like, coming, like, per se. Like, mm-hmm. he didn't expect that kind of a surprise, but... You still should have seen this bizarre situation and the guy just being a maniac with a bunch of people following and saying, I'm not going to stop for this stop. Well, if you're I'm a New York cabbie, on. you should be ready you're for someone to some shit. shit their pants. I suppose, yeah. It's okay when I shit it. my pants, I hope a cabbie is compassionate enough. <laughs> <laughs> just take me home, please, God. <laughs> so uh, the cabbie won't take him. Meanwhile, there are people on all four, four corners of the block screaming and yelling while the cops were looking for who's causing all this ruckus. Finally, Gigi hailed another cab made it sa- safely back to St. Mark's Hotel. Hmm. As far as the whole tour, finishing the whole tour is, uh, you, you never plan on going on the road. You never plan on finishing the whole tour. Why would you expect to finish a tour when you can't Where even finish that? a show? Yeah. <laughs> uh, usually, uh, there's two reasons. Uh, oh. Prison or the hospital. Yeah. Mm. Uh, that'll do. Or jury duty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or being in jail, you know. Uh, so that was his last show and then he died that night after the show Gigi and a few friends uh, were hanging out just really kind of casual partying I mean considering who they are they were doing heroin and drinking um, but considering who they are this was a pretty chill chill. night with with his teenage girlfriend right yes 17 year old Liz she shows up on the Jerry Springer show Adam I know you want to talk about this we were talking about it it's funny on the Jerry Springer show she's supposedly meeting him for the first time but it doesn't seem like they're meeting for the first time. I'm pretty sure they're lying. Mm-hmm. And then she shows up again on the Jane Whitney show. She was with him. Um, yeah, she was with him till he died. Uh, wow. You really had a thing for teenagers, Aww. though. Yep. Yeah, clearly. Yeah. He loved young girls. I like young girls. That's, that's the queer song. Oh, I like um, sniffing 12-year-old panties. <laughs> and it's like, are they 12-year-olds panties? Or, or are they 12 years? You know, mm, see? Big Gigi's interpretive. <laughs> um, so Gigi fell asleep around 1 a.m., and his friend stayed up for early a little... Early to bed, early to rise. <laughs> right? <laughs> early bird catches the worm. Catches the turd. Uh, and his friend stayed up for another hour or so, listening to him snore. Um, he was passed out on the floor wearing his jean jacket, Liz's skirt, boots, and his favorite Nazi helmet. You can't go to sleep without it. Gigi no. loved that Nazi no. helmet. Actually, how would you sleep with a metal helmet? It's rock Heroin. Out, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Exactly. Um, he was still snoring when everyone fell asleep. When they woke up the next morning, he was dead. I love this, though. The first thing they did was hide the dope. The second thing they did was call his brother Merle. Who's going to jack me off? (laughs) (laughs) Man, nobody knows how my dick likes to be rubbed like Gigi. (laughs) And did he know how to rub a penis? (laughs) Um, He's had a lot of experience. (laughs) 
<laughs> and this part's kind of fucked up too. They were taking pictures. Um, they didn't know he was dead, and they were taking. They thought it was a performance piece. <laughs> exactly. Well, you know, very much so when somebody passes out at the slumber party first. You yeah. know, you yeah. ride on their face. You take pictures with them. You shit but on their were... face. <laughs> I know the rules. <laughs> and they were taking pictures of themselves with Gigi, and then the cops got there, and they're like, "Well, what are these pictures that you have with the corpse?" And they're like, "We didn't know he was dead." Uh, oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, Todd Phillips was actually one of the people who was there taking the pictures of everybody with Gigi's corpse or soon to be corpse. I don't he wasn't necessarily dead when they right. when they were no, taking no. the pictures. <clears throat> but his funeral was epic, you guys. I think it was what he would have really wanted. They had an open <laughs> cat. Really, I mean I've never heard even though it's the craziest funeral of all time. I've never heard a more respectful way of honoring someone's yeah. wishes. Yeah. Well, you always hear like when people are like, well, at my funeral, I want people to like have a beer and, you know, just relax. Celebrate my life. She's at my funeral, I want everyone to defecate on my dead body. Yes. They, oh, they had Fuck a, my corpse. Exactly. Mm-hmm. They had an open casket. They um, gave him bottle Jim Beam. Now, when this family was there, family and friends, it, open my casket. My Gigi. <laughs> Uh, and they had photographs of his performances and stuff. But when family and friends left, they had a weekend at Bernie's style yeah, party with his body. Oh my god! Yep, they were peeing in his mouth. They were <laughs> shitting in the casket, and they buried him with the shit and the piss in there. Yeah. People still piss on his grave to this day. Mm. Wow, god, it's beautiful. It. And that's it. That's the story of Gigi. But what a what a fucking funeral, right? Yep. That's how you go out. The law has no business to come into my show and tell me what I can and cannot do on that stage when people are paid to see it. That's what we're going to do. Yes. That's, that's exactly the point. You know, free speech is a wonderful right in this country, and we all got to treasure it. And there are going to be extremes, and not all of us are going to like it. And that is the exact point. That's the one time Gigi makes a really, really solid point, and yep. it's true. Free speech. Yeah. Well, yeah, if somebody paid to come to a show and they know what they're coming to see, mm-hmm. damn yes. Mm-hmm. Right. I paid $15 to see that man shit. Mm-hmm. I'm going to see him shit <laughs> if I have to pull it out with my own fingers. <laughs> yeah, well, it's like really anything. Like, he, despite some of his hypocrisy, he, which is part of the trolling, he does always say, you're consenting to what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Like, you're consenting mm-hmm. to this, and if you don't want to do it, then don't fucking show up. <laughs> is he like, allowed to use the word rape if he's saying it's consensual the whole time? Well, like, that's that what takes I, away part of his shtick. Right. Like, they're not as shocking if you're having a bunch of consensual sex. Exactly. But that's you need that punk. to be consensual right. in order for you to do it, but yet you want to use the word rape. Well, it's like God damn you and your attention-seeking well, methods. Well, that's what I'm saying. He yeah. didn't really rape anybody. Such he a just shitty person. To say that. Yeah. I think it toes the yeah, line again yeah. of the intention of the art. It's like if you're saying, well, this is part of the performance piece, or like, oh, okay, I'm I'm saying this to show the hypocrisy of the word or whatever, then you're right. like... Well, he was using his performance to challenge people's thoughts and ideas and how they view art. It would be kind of a different right. perspective and different story. But again, he didn't have the presence of mind to actually be doing that. He was just shitting for attention. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and Which is another new game show, Shitting for Attention. <laughs> Look at me! Do <laughs> the name of this episode, Shitting for Attention. Yeah. yeah. Starring Tom Green. <laughs> oh, you got poo on the pee-pee. <laughs> you know yes. what they say, you can have your shit and eat it too. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Let them eat shit. <laughs> King Gigi. Well, what gets lost in all the pooping and the hepatitis is the prolificness of Gigi's musical catalog. Oh my god, the last four pages of this research packet is mm-hmm. just his discography. Should yeah. we just I'm just gonna run through the bands really quick. What made you decide to join the murder junkies? 
Oh, is this Didi? So that's the name. I didn't know that was Didi. <laughs> this is Didi Ramon. Gigi Allen band. <laughs> and um, I, I joined it because I wanted to have some fun and play a little and not have Big any responsibility. Didi was a And his band name rhymed with my name. I know, so Didi, it kind of fit. We had that bond. <laughs> Totally. So really quick, yeah, we have four pages of his discography, and um, we're just going to run through the band really quick. We got Gigi Allen and the Jabbers, Gigi Allen and the MC2. Yes, he worked with some of the members of MC5. Yeah. Yes, he did. Uh, Gigi Allen and the Scum Fucks. Find it! You scum! Gigi Allen and the Texas Nazis. I would, I would just like to, like, hear, like, you know, one of those late-night uh, CD compilation infomercials. Yes. Where you get the whole Gigi Allen catalog. Like, you'll hear <laughs> Gigi Allen and the Texas Nazis. Gigi Allen Come and the Come on, my face, pull my butt! Gigi Allen and the AIDS Brigade. <laughs> Which is a good name. I actually yeah. like AIDS Brigade. It really yeah. rolls off the tongue. Gigi Allen and the Holy Men, Gigi mm -hmm. Allen and the Disappointments, Anti Scene, just straight up Gigi Allen. Oh, the Streeter, mm -hmm. Cedar Street Sluts. Mm -hmm. Yeah, where you get such hits as Bad Habits, Sluts in the City, Blood for You, <laughs> Tough Fucking Shit, and I Want to Suck Your Cunt. And Sex in the City originally wanted to be named Sluts in the City, sluts but the, city. the network didn't approve yep. that. HBO wasn't that edgy at the time. Well, they should call them like they see them. Yep. <laughs> right? Let's be as. To be honest, and it's such great song titles too, yeah. like "Suck yeah. My Ass, It Smells." <laughs> I fuck the dead, bloody cunslider slash I hate people. Bleeding, stinking, and drinking. What? <laughs> and then he's got he's got a song called "Save the Food." <laughs> <laughs> he was watching World Aid one day, and he was on heroin and slightly inspired. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I mean, what if Gigi Allen had one of those like farm aid shows where <laughs> they had those band-aid in like the eighties? We gotta giant... talk about feeding the children. <laughs> Listen here, I know I talk a lot about shit, but right now we're gonna talk about what creates shit, and that's food, <laughs> god damn it. I can't shit all over the stage for your entertainment if we don't cook food. It's kill kill food. children. Uh, save the food. That's the name of the title. Oh, kill! Oh, so very Jonathan Swiftian. Kill children, save the food. Sort of. That's a yeah. different meaning. Whoa! Wow. Well, that's deep. That's like the Jonathan Swift's uh, modest proposal. Oh, I miss yeah. that. <laughs> it's, it's his like take on population control. Yep. Which is, you know, <laughs> nice. Context nice. is key. Yeah, some of these are great, great titles. Uh, mm -hmm. Guns, bitches, brawls, and bottles. That's his that's, country. Yep, that's good yeah, shit. He had a country album, too. I think yep. he had a few. He did, he did really like old school country. He does have a romantic song called Kiss Me in the Gutter. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that one's nice. Or Suck My Ass, It Smells. <laughs> yeah, no, that would, that, I, I like that one. When I got married... Um, well, first Suck off, Ass With Smells was playing at my wedding. <laughs> when I, first off, I walked down the aisle to the theme song from Kids in the Hall, but I also mm -hmm. wanted it set up so right after... I DJ'd my own wedding, Good. which is hilarious. Um, but I also set it up so that right after the Kiss the Bride part, I played Gonna Beat My Wife by the Dead Milkman. There you go. Yeah, that was, it was very romantic. <laughs> and But then I, then we finished with... Um, or then right after that was uh, 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 Barry White. Little Barry White. There you go. Perfect. Yeah. That smooth, smooth loving. Eclectic vibes. Yeah, but Gigi Allen put out a, a no pun intended, definitely pun intended. He put out a shit ton of music, mm -hmm. a shit ton. But when, when all you do is write songs about blood and rape, it's pretty quick to bang yeah. them out. Yeah. Band you know. practice is easy. Has <laughs> uh, anybody got a song? He's like, yeah, this is called Piss Comer. You got it. CGD really fast. We're good. You sing about cum. The I'll play CGD. All the kids have children. And you all play the, the drums. 
There is a song. We got this. He recognizes bacteria, feces and blood, bacteria mm. of the soul. Yes. Mm, mm. Mm. So he was aware. Of what he then. was putting that's, into himself. Okay. Yeah. That's good. My cat, Gigi Allen, in the bedroom. <laughs> she, yeah. It was hilarious. She, um, she, she took a shit on the bed, and then when she saw what she had done, she threw up all over the floor. <laughs> and we came in the room, and we're cat like. That is punk as hell. <laughs> that's what Eric said. He's like, God damn it, you Gigi Allen in my bedroom. <laughs> oh, my God. Hell yeah. yeah. Right. And there's just there's just so many you know obviously Beatles influences yep. like there's I want to hold your hand and then there you know but then Gigi's is just like I want to jerk off my brother <laughs> I want to suck your cunt you know yeah. seven days a week seven shits a night come on you know I want to suck your cunt is actually kind of romantic I want to suck your cunt <laughs> that, there needs to be Beatles versions of Gigi yeah, songs that's like that the nicest sell, like, thing he wants to do to yeah you. that would be nice and then when you put yeah. it like that it sounds kind yeah. of romantic you know, <laughs> and kiss me in the gutter so you know. I knew I loved him the second he said I want to suck your cunt <laughs> and he meant it <laughs> <laughs> and he kept his promise mm-hmm. I want to fuck your brains out <laughs> also ro- romantic he made me shit and wipe it on my cunt afterwards but there was a moment ah! <laughs> there was ah! a moment Shitty where cunt. he really <laughs> loved me and wasn't Poop weird on it. But na 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 shitty 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 shitty. Terrible. Wanna use a banana to put it up your ass? You gotta make sure it's riper while it won't last. It will mash on the ground. So have you guys ever seen the Muppet? There's a Muppet um, movie called Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas. Oh my gosh! Have you ever seen this? It's no. adorable. But there's a part of the the storyline is that they're having there's a band contest and yeah. Emmett Otter has to um, he wants to win a piano for his mom and they have a jug band. Um, but they have to one of the bands that they're competing with in the contest they're called the Riverbottom Nightmare Band oh. and it's they're really it's a really good song for like a Muppet. A Muppet movie, but it, it always makes me think of Gigi Allen because there's a weasel playing guitar and he goes, We don't brush our teeth because <laughs> our cavities help us stay mean. Yeah. And then there's a bear and he's like, Riverbottom Nightmare Band. <laughs> and it just always makes me think of Gigi Allen. <laughs> oh, gosh. Ah, Muppets. Muppets, they knew. Yeah. <laughs> they stood off of that. You know, I think. Uh, when all is said and done, though, Gigi Allen's music, even if he didn't think about it, mm-hmm. he does always bring up the dialogue of what is art mm-hmm. and yeah. brings up the question of censorship. Yep. And um, and for that, we can thank him. Mm-hmm. For all those poops and all those I'll cums. give him that. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And you, again, to the point of censor- censorship, it's no... Can't turn turn back from that. There's no going backwards on censorship. Yeah, no. it no. just continues to get worse. And then there's these weird lines of like, well, if we censor this person, can we not censor that one? And it's yeah. like exactly finding kind of in a way finding creative ways to get around it. You know, like think about even our podcast. Not to get super meta, but like, what if someone found it was like, this is horrible, and then they start censoring podcasts as a concept, and it's just like. When will it ever end? But it's yeah. great, so Hell fuck yeah. you. That's what we want. Yeah. <laughs> fuck your censorship. Banned in America. Or the Gigi Allen podcast. Yeah. 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 No one can even... see right now, but I've been shitting my pants for the last four hours. <laughs> oh, I'm in here masturbating. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we know that you always do that. Well, we can actually hear That's your elbows. normal. <laughs> That's why you're not in the room with us, man. <laughs> yep. Uh, but yeah. 
Yeah, so no to censorship and yes to feces. Mm -hmm. Is that what we learned today? Gigi, we salute you. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he he was named Jesus Christ, Mm -hmm. so. Well, as as I was saying earlier, when you know that his name was originally Jesus Christ, it does bring a whole new meaning to those WWJD bracelets. (laughs) (laughs) What would would Gigi do? You would do do? a lot more than you think, dog. (laughs) You'd piss and shit. (laughs) What would Gigi do? He'd go number two. <laughs> uh, He's number one at number twos. That's it. That's another episode of Coffee Donuts and well, Fucked Up Shit. Spent a lot of time talking about shit today. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go home and sniff <laughs> some panties and masturbate. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> See you later. Oh, God. Thank you for listening. This has been a production of Penguin Cat Media. Oh, hell yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We take our coffee black like our soul.